Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Deluxe Gamescast. It's Thursday, May 11th, uh, dawn of, or actually, it's the evening of the final day before uh, the it's, most well-reviewed game for in some open folks. critic history. Uh, it, some people already got it. Some people already got it. Stormy's got it. Uh, and, and, and like, let's let's applaud let's applaud Stormy real quick for showing the kind of restraint that I aspire to in my own personal life by instead of playing the highest reviewed game of all time on Open Critic, he is uh, or uh, they are here with us. Sorry, Stormy. That's they okay. are here with us. Um, Stormy, you've been on. The, how many times you've been on now? Uh, so many I times, think, and we love. I mean, it every I think time. this is my fourth. I mean, do we count when uh, me, Pilnock, and Britt were rating, and Derek were rating how hot Smash Brothers characters <laughs> and um, serial mascots? Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, we, um, of course, we count that. But uh, I think I think fourth. This is my fourth time, fourth or fifth. It's around there, but it's been a while. The last time I was yeah. on was sometime last middle of last year, maybe or early last year, I think. And yeah. uh, we we always we always love having you on. We always Thank love you. having you on. Uh, it was so. I gotta say, it was so nice to see you um, at uh, at PAX. Oh yeah, uh, it was great. It, it I'm was so just, upset I wasn't able to go. I just I literally, I was not in a financial state where even if people had covered my like room and board, I could not afford the plane tickets. Yeah. Uh, I was in such dire financial state, and it was so hard. How many good folks I love and respect and admire were there, and I missed hanging yeah. with, but. Is what it is. It was, Another time. It was, a, it was a good time. It was nice to see people in person. I roomed with Finn again, for better or worse. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, it was great. It was my best packs yet. I got to meet a ton of incredible creators and get some really great interviews and play some awesome games uh, and and get to officially meet some folks that like because I met John and you at that packs right before the world ended. Yeah. And like yeah, but the one were, where I they... gave half the game industry the flu. <laughs> but like then then I went we all went into hibernation and I met a ton more folks online and I got to meet a lot of those folks in person for the first time, which was really neat. So plus like, let's face it, like people like our good friend, Reb Valentine have confirmed that I give the best hugs. It's true. And there is never a, there's always a good excuse to let the big bear get his paws on you. Mm. You know what I mean? So come in <laughs> here. See, 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 see these arms. These arms were not meant for ripping people apart. They can, but these arms were not, these arms were meant to pull you in for my warm embrace. That's they're what meant they were made for. They're meant for snagging Oreos and hugging friends. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Derek, you just reminded me of our conversation where I blurted that shit out in the middle of food line a few days ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good job, bud. Good job. Um oh my god. So I want to know before we go any further, I want to know what everyone's drinking tonight. I'm drinking something special. H2O. Good old fashioned H2O. Yep. It's good have, to stay hydrated. I have mm -hmm. my big jug of water, as always, my eternal Dude, big jug of water, because I must be hydrated. It's important. It's, it's how I look this much like a baby at <laughs> almost 32. Like, you know, water important. Um, I also have some some good Caribbean rum. Uh, a little Ooh. bit, little bit doctored up, just a tiny bit, a little bit of lime juice, a okay. uh, little bit of citrus bitters, um, you know, a splash of cherry grenadine. I just wanted to add a little bit more fruit into this, this rum, but it is of course you did. basically just rum. Yeah, me, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's so very good. I am drinking peanut butter whiskey with chocolate bitters. 
Ooh, huh. that's interesting. What a call. Chocolate bitter. Now, I will say, now, I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't have time to make an old fashioned tonight because I got home a little late. Uh, but I, I, I needed a, I needed a little, uh, mm. you didn't have your like incel outfit ready to go so that you could spend five minutes. Oh my God, dude, that fucking video. That's juggling. Like, the... Okay. Like I seen, like eight people share that TikTok also. <laughs> like, like here's the it. thing. Here's the thing. People at PAX actually witnessed me drink a bad old fashioned at the Western bar. Stormy, I don't know if you were there when that happened. I don't think but... so. I was like, I spent like 10 minutes lecturing anyone around me who didn't walk away about why this was a bad old fashioned. Sounds and about like, right. The minute, the minute that dude handed me, and Derek, this will, this will cause you physical pain. The minute that dude handed me the old fashioned with a ton of crushed up ice in it, I was like, oh God. I was like, this is going to be ass. No. Like, this is going to be ass. And oh, it was, oh, it was so bad. You shouldn't bad. have crushed ice in an old fashioned. I don't no. feel like. No, no, you should have one big solid ice chunk of ice, one huge ice cube. Yeah. That's what it is. And old fashioned is nothing but uh, whiskey or bourbon, whatever you want to use, bitters, two sugar cubes, little bit, a little bit of filtered water. I don't like to use tap water, a little bit of filtered water, and then an orange peel to rim the glass. Don't put a fucking cherry in it. Cherries don't go in old fashions. Don't put a fucking orange slice in it. Cherries Fruit are for like a not- Manhattan, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, you just take the fucking you you express the orange peel to get some of that uh, some of that you know scent out. You rim the glass with it. You drop the peel in there. That's it. Don't fucking do anything else to it. You uh, you doing okay over there, bud? No, <laughs> grandpa's mad. <laughs> no, not no 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 no. I'm no I'm not grandpa old. I'm more like Uncle John is mad. That's fair. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. like Uncle John is downstairs. Uh, Uncle John is drinking again. Yeah, like. This is why, and then and then I look over at Stormy and I say, "You're why Uncle John drinks." Yeah, which yeah. is funny because I think you and Stormy are uh, Stormy's closer to your age than anyone else on the SDGC Correct. crew is. So I will be forty in October. Okay, so I mean, I'll be forty-three in. Yeah, in you're not August, that much so. older than me, which is I'm, why it's so fun to call you old. Yeah, because you're not much older. Yeah, I'm. I'm an old soul, though. That's true. Uh, That's true. What are so every um, time you come out of the closet for something, it takes like five years off of your life That's like true. off your age though so and last year i went from bisexual to to pansexual and non-binary like so i just lost yeah. all the years they you just keep losing off. years that's why we do it that's the mm-hmm. only reason where yeah. the fuck is brit Should we here brit get your ass in here all right let's go ahead and kick off with what we've been playing this week um i will uh, i will kick us off because i'll be brief hmm so, God, the chocolate bitters and that peanut butter whiskey was a good fucking choice. Um, it's like drinking an alcoholic Reese's peanut butter cup. Um, so, I did my annual playthrough. I just finished my annual playthrough of Final Fantasy VI. Uh, I played the Pixel Remaster version on Switch. Um, I'll tell you right now, like, I had heard that they had rebalanced the difficulty for the console release. And it's 100% true. And... I felt I, I felt it no nowhere as strongly as I did in the final battle. Like Kefka is normally a, a rather easy final boss, right? Like Final Fantasy games in general, like are not known for their massive difficulty. Um, but Kefka was an easy boss, right? Like he you could you could he wasn't wasn't very challenging. It was more the spectacle of the fight. But I died twice. And I was mid-level 40s. I had uh, all the best gear in the game. Um, I was using Terra, Edgar, Sabin, and Celeste. Uh, and I, like, 
all of a sudden Kefka is spamming attacks that take off about 5,000 damage per character. Um, and I just couldn't keep up. And uh, I, it is, and so I, I, I checked. I was like, they had to have, and they absolutely rebalanced the difficulty. And I love it personally because I believe that Final Boss, and they did the same thing to the Final Boss in Final Fantasy IV. Like I tried three times on stream to beat Zeramus, and I just couldn't fucking do it. Hey, Britt. Hey, Britt. Britt, you look lovely. Thank you. Britt always Brit, looks lovely. Britt, I That's want you to know. That's not true, but I appreciate it. Brit, no, it is true. And yeah, Brit, definitely true. I want you to know that since you're a fellow peanut butter whiskey lover, I'm drinking peanut butter whiskey with chocolate bitters. That sounds good. It's real. It's real. I am also good. drinking peanut butter whiskey, but um, it just sounds like a peanut butter cup. It's yeah. very, very fucking good. Uh, Brit, I'm actually talking about uh, having just finished uh, my uh, annual playthrough of Final Fantasy VI. I was playing the Pixel Remaster. Um, difficulty greatly increased. Um, the they definitely rebalanced the difficulty in the Pixel Remasters, and I am very appreciative of that. It's you, weird because I feel like they they're easier a little bit in a lot of the early game, and they get harder later on. So so this is noticeably more difficult to me than the PC version was. Okay. Um, and and I had heard that they had further re- kind of tweaked the difficulty for the console versions. And they absolutely, they absolutely fucking did. Um, and I saw it in Final Fantasy IV as well. And the Brit, you're playing that, right? I am playing it right now. You've never played this before. I've never played Final Fantasy IV, and We're- I have no shame. I'm doing max exp and max fucking gill because. Hell yes, yeah. let's so, fucking so, go. Brit, where are you? Where are you? Because because I'm, not, I'm not that far in the game. Well, but see, it's not every day you get to talk to somebody who's playing four for the first time. So I am in the water cave with yeah. i just got tella and i have ridia okay. we can argue better name ridia it's ridia okay okay yeah so i just got um i'm doing that cave and i'm doing okay but even with the exp boost and everything i'm still struggling because i don't I, I i keep on all encounters like that's my balance is that if i'm gonna do this then i'm gonna keep on all the encounters so right. um four is four is a notoriously one of the more difficult early final fantasy games yeah it's a little um it's a little it's i expected to kind of like flow through the game but it's very um it's kind of difficult as a four, especially really early on, like yeah. Cecil is not a very useful character early no, on, uh, because no, no, especially no. like that dark sword ability is is such a such a double edged sword. I I I'm well aware. I am. Yeah, I got that. Um, and that's why I kind of fucked myself because I'm in the middle of this cave and I'm all out of MP. I don't have any potions, and I was like, well. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so um yeah but it's really i think it's really cute and i'm loving playing through it and jeff said this maybe last week the week before but it's really cool playing 14 first and then going back and being able to experience like the music and where like some of the stuff comes from like <laughs> uh, one of my friends one of my close friends uh I um I was telling him that I was playing it because it's his favorite Final Fantasy. And um <laughs> when I got to the inn that you rest in with Kane and um Cecil, 
you have to don't Cecil. Derek. I can do it twice because you know it's not just it's not just that it's actually Cecil. You want to know what's worse? What? It's not Kane. It's 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 Kane. No, it's Kane. It's Kane. No, it's Kane. It's Kane. It's Kane. No, you know he's right because in they say it in Dissidia. They say it in Dissidia. And Dissidia had an extremely specific localization. They also say Marco in the remake of Final Fantasy VII. So, well, you like, know what? They also say in Final Fantasy XII, they don't I knew say Marquis. I knew this they was say Marquis. <laughs> okay, so in Final Fantasy XII, it's not it's not the Marquis. It's the Marquis. So, so don't fucking take right. any of that shit for, for yeah. No, it's Kane. Anyway, Mar right. says it's definitely Cecil, and I'm gonna have to. You know, this isn't The Simpsons, all right? This isn't Sideshow Bob's brother. This is Cecil <laughs> the paladin is he the paladin or the dark knight i don't remember he's, he's both he's, he's both. both eventually he's the eventually eventually yes. he's the paladin um he's the drag dragoon right now right right no kane is a dragoon oh anyway and john john <laughs> in received pronunciation it would be pronounced marquis i don't give a shit it's marquis <laughs> I'm pronouncing it the way the French do. And 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 like now that I think about it, FF12 does heavily rely on uh received pronunciation as the standard accent. So like another one that fucks me up is uh Quistus is actually Keistus. It's Keistus, yeah. Keistus, yeah. yeah. And I've always called her Quistus. Like I just think yeah. that I takes think a look at you. So I used to call them Chocobos instead of Chocobos, or Chocobos no, instead of Chocobos. I was gonna say, was. don't you? No, it's not Chocobos. Yeah, <laughs> like look, you know, somebody, somebody I know used to call them Chocobos. Like, Chocobos. And they put voice acting in, and you're like, oh, that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. So anyway, kind of reel back in the conversation. So I, um, I was in the first inn with Kane and Cecil and we were going to bed and i instantly recognized the music um it's the i and i messaged my friend and i was like it's the moon time song yeah. it's it's the, the bunny place on the moon yeah. and uh he got a good kick out of that but yeah it's just it's just fun like recognizing like oh this is where they got like these abilities or this is this is where um you know these enemies come from it's just it's fun i like it well and like, myself. So, so how far have you have you how far have you progressed into the post and walker stuff um i Spoiler free if possible yes i met the new character in the place that literally tells me nothing <laughs> have you met the villain yeah. Well, yeah, okay. we've talked about this. Okay, right. Yeah. So, so That's, so the the um the the female boss of those that that's the last one I did. Okay. Okay. So that's this is for I need to go gotcha. and play it. Gotcha. And so when you start out. running into the, when you start with like like uh, the the Final Fantasy four vibes in the especially the po oh, like the Walker stuff. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite fucking songs. Yeah, they yeah. got. Yeah. They got. I've never played four, and it's like one of my top five favorite Final Fantasy songs. They got. What's, really the, cool. what's their name? Fucking Hyadan, or is it Hyadane? Uh, I don't remember where the I is, but to come back and do the Ruby Conte version. Yeah, of the Four Fiends theme, which is if you know the famous like Hyadan like version of that song that has yeah. like a whole animated video behind it is like infamous and yeah, just very cool, very cool. Yeah, so um, 
and I'm loving, loving, loving the new uh, orchestrated soundtrack. The like the updated um, like tracks. They just sound they sound so original, but just like they there's just a little ting on the end of it. It's just the, like the strings on the boss battle music, the regular boss battle music. Oh. I, I one of my favorite streaming moments uh, of the pandemic era was we're just calling it the pandemic era now was Derek streaming. Uh, we got a code for Final Fantasy four on back PC, on PC and Derek was streaming it and he got to the Mist Dragon and that theme kicked in. And Derek's always loved Final Fantasy four. Um, and that, Derek, that's your favorite of the old ones, right, Derek? Like that's no, your five favorite. is, I would five, say. Oh, right, right. Four is up there, though, for you. Yeah, it's um, four, too. And, and four and, like, that boss theme kicked in, and Derek had to, like, pause the game. And just, and just like, like, Derek was like, ooh, ooh. Like, it yeah. was. And I was working out while out I was listening me. to his stream, and I just started laughing uncontrollably. I almost dropped a weight on my fucking foot. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm, good. I'm listening to Derek's stream and I looked away and I'm, I was doing something in the, uh, in my garage working out. And all of a sudden I hear, Ooh, and I don't know why, but Derek doing that made me laugh so hard that I dro almost dropped a kettlebell on my toe. It's rare that I lose control like that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Britt, I'm really happy you're liking it. Yeah, it's fun. So I think the, the big thing for me is, and I've talked about this before, is that these are, for me, quality of life changes because I just don't have time to sit and grind. And I know four is yeah. one of the most, you know, John, you said it's one, of, it's it's kind of a harder Final Fantasy. Um, and going into it, I knew it. So that's why, you know, I just, I want to have a good time and just enjoy the story mm -hmm. and not yeah, get sure. so wrapped up in, you know, making sure I grind and get everything and all this yep. shit like I did with Final Fantasy VI. I don't want to ruin my playthrough. Um, so it's, um, and it's still like, there's still a challenge behind it. So yep. I can't imagine how it'd be doing without the I, I will warn you, Britt. So, so the final boss of four, it was already one of the more difficult final bosses in the yeah. Yeah, Jeff was saying it was still hard. They they substantially amped up his difficulty in in the Pixel remaster on consoles. Like I I I I I was at like level 60 with all my characters and um I I died 3 times on stream. I had to go back buy like 99 elixirs and that's what kept me going through the fight. Really? Um did, yes. you, turn, did you turn off uh, encounters and you just fucking trekked it back to town? Yep. And that's exactly <laughs> what I did. And, that's what I do. Like if I'm like fuck I need to go rest. Right, my so just... average character level was like 64. Yeah. And and I had died 3 times to the final boss because all he does is just spam attacks that that do like 2000 plus damage to everyone. Jesus. And it's he's hard. He's real fucking hard. Who's your party um, at the end of the game? Who's your party at the end of the game? Yeah, who, like who did you have? Oh, in Final Fantasy Four. Yeah. Oh no, I mean it's a it's a static set of characters. Like 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 you get uh, Cecil, Rydia, Rosa. Um, I don't want to. I, don't I love Rosa. More. She's so cute. I don't want to say anything more because there's characters you haven't met yet. Well, I mean, um, I know the Final Fantasy characters. Oh, okay. So it's it's uh, so your final your your final party at the end is uh, Cecil, Rosa, Rydia, Kane, and Edge. Um, Love that. Ed, Ed, yeah, and there's Ed, multiple Ed, edgy boys. The There's final so, boss is the Edge is hard. so real. Yeah, the, yeah, anyway, he's very edgy. So that is what I've been playing. Um, that and Overwatch. Um, 
Yeah. Actually, I have a question for the Final Fantasy nerds before we go on to whoever's playing next. So, um, famously, like other folks on this very pod, I've only I started with seven. Seven was like besides Chrono Trigger, which is the best Final Fantasy ever made. I have uh, I started with um, seven and then played eight and hated it. I didn't get till nine till recently. And God bless those quality of life updates on the Switch. I had to turn off encounters towards the end of nine just to get through it because it just got really hard. Um, but I beat yeah, that. Once you hit the the last crystal area, it's like yeah. they're so hard. Um, but so I've not I played six, but I got to when the world ended and then I lost my save file. It corrupted and I had to start oh. over. So I stopped. Mm. Yeah. I was fighting Ultima Weapon and then my file corrupted because I was uh, doing family plan with a friend and like the Steam released an update that white like killed the um, the partnership and we had to reconnect and I lost my save file. Oh my god! And so so I haven't gone back to it, but I've not and I played Final Fantasy one and hated it because on Nintendo it was insanely difficult. But so I'm gonna pick up the Pixel Remasters at some point, probably on Switch. Obviously, I'm gonna buy them. I'm probably gonna buy them digitally, so I'll buy them individually. I'm not sure which to start with. Part of me wants mm. to start with six because I really liked it, but I've also heard great things about four. Like Jeff, I think I might wait on one, two, three, just because I know that they are wonkier than a little dated. The, yeah, yeah. Than the I, Super I think a super valid way to approach the older games if you're coming from somebody who has an appreciation for like modern JRPGs but hasn't played these ones. I think a super valid way is to go four, five, six, one, yeah, like, and then, mm-hmm. you know, play the old ones kind of to see what they're about. But sure. four is such a good starting point for these games. Okay. Two five, is a safe skip. Yeah. Yeah. Two is a safe skip, sadly. Um, I think five is such a unique gameplay experience because of the job system. Um, and then, like, you've just, you've got to save six for the full context, yep. right? Yeah. So, I mean, the funniest know. thing about six when I first played it is, because I played Chrono Trigger first and I was obsessed with Chrono Trigger first, when Kafka laughed the first time, I went, oh, that's the Chrono Trigger laughed. Even though <laughs> it's, it's the other way around. It's the other way around, but I never played it that way. And so my yeah. friend was like, no, Matt, you're confused. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I know what I heard. Um, yes, but, but like, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing four and then I'm going to go to five and then I'm going to go to six cool. because I feel like I'll appreciate six more having played the yeah. previous ones and seeing like the quality of life updates back yeah. then rather than like the switch stuff now asking those questions though of course i'm not playing any of them till this summer probably because between oh zelda and then summer's 16, not that far away yeah i know you know I, i've got a month to finish zelda and then i'm gonna place the hell out of 16 so mm-hmm. we're, you know stormy we're we're sitting here talking about final fantasy and square i don't know if brit I don't know if Britt saw the news in Discord today. I did see the news. You did let's, see the news. Let's 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 hold our tongues on that one when it comes to to content. Oh, no 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 no! I was gonna put it in the Discord chat, but okay. I just wanted to make okay. sure she saw the news. I did see the news. Perfect. Um, uh, Stormy, please. Yes, thank you. Uh, so uh, I <laughs> I since getting back from PAX East had four weeks to finish Coffee Talk Part Two. Have to finger quotes for content reasons but coffee talk part two and then jedi survivor came out which was my most anticipated game of the year to date because i loved fallen order so much and so i was rushing to finish the two of those before zelda i'm happy to announce that i did on tuesday night finish jedi survivor um coffee talk two is great i'm so happy that derek's playing the first one definitely play the second one if you like visual novels they're incredible games they're incredibly Isn't that very similar to valhalla extremely yes. Other than yes. it's f- like sort of modern day fantasy instead yeah. of sci-fi, um, so you know you're serving like 
people and elves and orcs in your coffee bar in Seattle. <laughs> As one yeah. does. You know. As one does. And it's a coffee shop instead of a, a bar bar. Um, so I'd been co playing Coffee, Coffee Talk 2 and I loved it. I loved the first one. I only I played it actually on the train ride out to PAX East because I was interviewing the na the lead narrative designer of 2. And I was like, I should play the first one so I know what the hell I'm talking about. And so I had played it then. Um, but then, yeah, I spent most of this week and the end of last week playing Jedi Survivor. And um, like it? it's it's the it's the ideal sequel and what i mean by that is they just took everything in the first game and made it better it's not perfect but i didn't have any of the graphical hitches i was playing on ps5 but narratively it's better than the first mechanically it's better than the first the stances the 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 upgrades the fact that you can make your cal look like an absolute jackass and still save the world is my you favorite made part. you made your cal look like a um a guy who has a punisher skull to sticker uh, <laughs> on the mean, back uh, of his starship i played yeah. most of the game just kind of making him look hot because of course i did but um but i won't go into spoilers but the story is incredible and like people have said online there's like a third act curveball that like i would like Derek will understand this. It felt like a Yakuza level curveball. Like I didn't see it coming. Yeah. So stormy, uh, stormy I'm right there with you. You're gonna make revealed... me finish what, goddamn what... uh fallen order and move on to this one. Damn. Like it yeah. was no, it was mind blowing. Like when they revealed that Darth Vader was Luke's father, I could I not you, fucking believe it. I, I could you. not believe it. Um so but um but the all like the returning cast is great, the new cast is great. All of the actors incredible, and I really liked Cal in the first game, even though a lot of folks thought he was kind of plain, which he was. But also something you have to know about me is I am a Star Wars slut. I don't know how else to put it. Like, I, Obi-Wan, loved it. Book of Boba Fett, loved it. Um, Mandalorian, of course, I loved it. Were all of them good? Not necessarily. Did I enjoy them? Yes. That's all that uh, matters. That's all that and... matters is that you enjoyed it. Yeah, Period. and so when when Survivor Jedi Survivor was coming out, I knew I was going to really dig it, and then I I got to finish it, and I just I absolutely loved it. Uh, I, there will probably be a future side quest episode about it. Um, How long did it take about, you? About twenty three hours or so, okay. and I rushed through it. Like I didn't do any of the side content, which was great. Also, all the side quests are fun. You always get something, whether it's a color customization, mutton chops, a mullet. Like you get. I was something. gonna say like. Like like Stormy, I was gonna say like I, I saw somebody children's like, hey, I found a beard and a chest. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, pretty much. LB one just, yeah, just, just it <laughs> puts the beard up out of the chest and just ah, oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Hello we, there. We massage it around to make Welcome sure to the future. Out. We have reverse shaving lasers. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I just had this mental picture of like Cal, like he's drunk and like stumbles out of a bar and like taking a piss in an alley. And he's like, oh look, a mullet. Yeah. Sweet. Like um but uh fucking but sideburns, yeah. somebody for some fucking eerie. Bro, oh, I got shit. the Look Billy Ray Cyrus pattern. It's all mine, baby. Yeah. Uh my favorite meme is someone posting a picture of Cal with like the the handlebar mustache and the mullet and uh just in yeah. quotes it said, Don't, the government's trying to take our lightsabers and I lost it. I was like <laughs> that's very good. Um but yeah, no, I I, I did really love it. Um it's just incredible what they were able to accomplish. And like, again, what you want from a sequel, like I'll take sequels that are more of the same. Coffee Talk 2 was more of the same. It was, if you like the first one, you'll like the second one. If you didn't like the first one, you won't like the second one, right? And I don't mind sequels like that, but this Very is the what same I- with God of War, yeah. Yeah, but what I love about this sequel is that they just expanded 
um, and improved everything. And it's a shame it had such a rocky launch on the PC because it, it's, that took up a lot of the conversation and also the hiccups. Uh, I've had other folks who are within the game journalism space who got codes earlier because I got code like the day before it came out. But folks who were playing it for a week said it was a lot it was a lot rougher before that like day one patch, which I get. And that's a bummer. But like I just I'm super impressed. I love Respawn. I played Titanfall 2 for the first time like two years ago and like oh, yeah. blew me away. And so I'm like they pissed become... off the multiplayer and that just is dead. Cause... Dead. But um but I've become a big fan of their studio and I love their narrative stuff. And so I'm hoping, I mean, without spoilers, they, this ends in a way that you could assume a third one. And I hope we'll get a third one because I, it's, it's one of my favorite Star Wars franchises in a long time besides the Mandalorian, which is just a space Western. And I like space Westerns, but uh, it, it, it just was a really a lot of fun to play. And the combat is like, it's the pinnacle of lightsaber combat. And I've played a lot of good games with lightsaber combat, but this is like the different stances. Like they let you, the funniest thing, and I heard uh, uh, Patrick Klepek talking about this on Waypoint RIP uh, recently, that he, you get like essentially Kylo Ren's lightsaber with a cross guard and Cal wields it like a broadsword for no reason, right? It's not heavier, it's light, but he still wields it slowly and, and heavier and more heavy, and it feels like you're using a two-handed broadsword, and it was became my favorite stance by the end because it was just so unwieldy and awesome, but when you hit someone with it, if you break their guard, they're going down. It was great. Also, limbs everywhere, way more than the first one. Like, you cut off Good. limbs. Good, I love right. flying body parts. That's the best. That's the best. The best. Stormy, um, I got to tell you, um... Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the most ringing endorsement, and this is close, but the most ringing endorsement for any Star Wars game I ever heard was uh, my my dear departed friend Joel um, when uh, when the Force Unleashed came out, mm -hmm. like Loved way back in like game. 2008, right? He got game. it before I did, and I called him. I was like, "Dude, tell me how it is." And he goes, we're, "We were both huge Star Wars fans," and and Joel says, "He says, John, John." I just threw a fucking Wookiee through a tree. Yes, that's how somebody yeah. got me to play yeah. the no, game. No, no, and he goes, and I've waited my entire goddamn life to say that. That's yeah. how somebody got me to play the game. They're like, I just fucking forced a Wookiee off this cliff. And I was like, yeah. say less. I'm in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, okay, John, I got to go kill more Wookiees. Bye. Uh, the only anecdote I have about that game, though, is I don't know if it's in the second game, but definitely in the first game. So a uh, friend of my pod pod and all pods, Yuri Lowenthal, who's a delight, uh, did like stormtrooper voices throughout the first game. And I think he did some in this game, too. And I was just every so often in the first game, I would throw someone off a bridge and it would be him. And he'd be like, ah, and I'd be like, oh, I feel bad. But then it wouldn't stop me. But like every so often he'd be like, oh, no, no, no. And I'd be like, oh, sorry, Yuri, wanna... you got to go. I want to back up something Stormy said. Yuri Lowenthal is a delight. And in case anybody didn't know this, a couple of years ago, my son loved Spider-Man on mm -hmm. PS5, on PS4. My son was going through a tough time. And Sissy, our good, our friend Sissy Jones is friends with Yuri Lowenthal. And Yuri uh, recorded a video for my son and took him through his, like, recording space oh. and sent him four signed pictures of Spider-Man. Just the nicest guy. And Yuri, like he's Yuri, so Yuri, awesome. and they're still, they're still, that was, he's 15 now. They're still up in his, hanging up in his room. They're like his nice. prized possessions. Like Yuri Lowenthal is a fucking, is it just a gem of a human being? He, he is, is my, my, like, and he's my favorite Spider Man from like 
MC like anything like yeah. and I posted that on Twitter and he was like thank you and I was like oh, Yuri is, Yuri is flawless he's, that game really is good. one of the best Spider-Man stories ever told uh, I will say that and shout it to the rooftops um, yeah no he's great he's the uh, one of the few guests who is like two months later like hey can I come back on the show he's like yes Yuri Lowenthal you can come back on my podcast <laughs> Absolutely. love that he's such, so, a, um, such a good guy but yeah and then uh, you know after we get off the call since it counts as this week I will be playing this so I did yeah. get my copy yeah. of God, I've of got to wait till midnight yeah and same and wait till I get oh. off work tomorrow and then <laughs> I've got fucking chores to do and, and to help with yeah, just ugh. fuck chores, Derek. Ugh. Fuck chores. I got help. My mom take her grocery shopping. You're Your a good right. son. Wow. You're a good son. Derek, what have you been playing? So I have been playing almost exclusively Street Fighter games this week. Yeah. Um, you're getting prepped, son. You're getting I prepped. am. So here's the thing, right? Um, many, many Longtime listeners will know that I am a former fighting games kid. Uh, I grew up playing fighting games. I spent a, a, a good several years playing real heavily in like, you know, fucking basement tournaments and little local weeklies and shit for uh, especially Street Fighter 4 and Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Um, oh, yeah. I, I love fighting games. I've always had an affinity for Capcom's fighting games especially. So I've always been very close with like Street Fighter. I'm clearly super excited for Street Fighter 6. But I went back and I reinstalled and have been have played for the first time in God knows how many years. I've been playing a little Street Fighter 4. Nice. Um, Because that's the one that got me back into Street Fighter after I'd taken a break from it for a while. Yeah, well, that's what it did. Street Fighter 4 basically revived fighting games as a genre. Yeah. Um, You know, so. Yeah, I. I mean, God, remember the marketing campaign around that? They had, like, you know, fucking sick puppies and goddamn Faith No More, like, in the trailers and shit. They were going I don't going remember hard. that shit at all. Hell yeah, dude. They did uh, Epic by Faith No More was in, Epic like, a, by fa- oh, that was in a shitload of Street Fighter 4 trailers in, like, primetime network television. It was crazy. Yep. Um, but I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter 4 because my thought process is I want... To go back, I want to refill out a lot of these characters. I want to re-familiarize myself with how each game felt so that I properly appreciate the context of Six when it comes around. That's what I'm saying instead of admitting the truth, which is just that Street Fighter is my current autistic hyperfixation. Um, but, and also you're yeah. excited about caked up Zangief, I know, as oh, well. Oh, for so. sure, for sure. The Geef. Geef got the beef. <laughs> um, Zangief um, more like Zangbeef. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, playing a lot of Street Fighter 4... I'm reminded both like it's a it's a much simpler fighting game than a lot of fighting games we have these days uh, where there's not a bunch of character gimmicks. There's not a bunch of like unique mechanics behind characters. There's not a whole lot of systems going on like Street Fighter four plays like Street Fighter two did right. Other than it's prettier. You've got. You know, like, it, it feels like a Darkstalkers game did in the arcades in a lot of ways. I mean, obviously, like, with the caveat that Street Fighter and Darkstalkers have always felt very different. But, right. like, mechanically, it's just on that level. This is a very straightforward fighting game. But yeah. a lot of the inputs are still really weird and obtuse. 
you've got characters whose like ultra combos you need to like hold down back for X number of seconds and then go like down forward, down back, up forward and hit button to activate. And it's a super awkward. It's not as straightforward as like the, the double quarter circle forward kind of motion, right? Like right. a lot of the inputs are just hard for the sake of being hard. Right. Um, That's what she's never mind. Yeah, no, it's not that no. I, you know, I, you tried. It was um, an, a valiant effort. Yeah. But having played a lot of street fighter four and, and messed around with every character on the roster, at least a little bit, I then went back to picking up Street Fighter V again, and I've spent just a little bit of time so far in Street Fighter V. I want to spend a lot more in coming weeks when I have time not playing Zelda, but it's kind of brought the appreciation for Street Fighter V is in some ways simpler because you have, you know, like fewer super attacks per character, right? right. Um, you have easier inputs for every character, but you also have way more options where like the whole V system with V skills, V triggers, yeah. V reversals, you know, is it, it both gives characters a lot of options and is also trying a little too hard to be the all in one mechanic. That is a little mm -hmm. bit of everything. Um, and I did play a little of the street fighter six demo. I'm really looking forward to this bigger demo that's coming. Uh, what I'm is so it? 19th? excited. I thought it was, um, I think that, it was the 19th, right? That, has, that yeah. has a lot more characters playable. But what little time I spent with Street Fighter VI playing the demo, like that drive system, the new gimmick behind, it, it feels like a much happier medium between like the focus attacks of four and the V system of five. It's something that is multi-layered. It's multiple mechanics, but it's all stuff that fits. It's all defensive yeah. and like counter. It's all they're not attack options, right? It's so weird how the V skills for some characters in street fighter five are just attacks. And some of them are a, a thing that you turn on. Some of them are a defensive counter. Some of them are like a hyper situation. It's just so weird. Yeah. Um, but it's just been good. You know, I'm kind of returning to my roots. Um, there's no way I'm going to get good enough at six to like, play hardcore online no. i believe i'm you, Derek. not I at believe that point in, in my life anymore I, I don't have the time and energy to put yeah. i used to have the hours per week it took to be good at a fighting game while yeah. also playing like jrpgs and i don't have that anymore i'm married <laughs> like so. i will say I, I got to go hands-on quite a bit at PAX East. Yeah. Um, you told tale in your episode about PAX East about Kenneth Shepard absolutely dominating yeah, anyone who played him. I was going to say, him. I heard. But I, but I want to go on record that of all of our friends who played against him, I took him for a round. We went three rounds because I took him. Uh, we were doing, he was Ryu and I was Ken. Uh, irony. Uh, Ken's my favorite character in Street Fighter. And like, I, I have not played Street Fighter regularly since four because I skipped five like a lot Everyone of Everyone skipped five because it launched a nightmare. Like. Yeah. And even the brief time I had with six, I was like, this is a perfect street. This is what I want. Like, I will go back to Street Fighter for this because I used to play a lot of fighting games also. Not great at them, but I enjoyed them. Sort of like how I play most competitive games. I'm bad at Overwatch. I still play it and it's still fun with friends, but I'm not good at it. But like playing street fighter six felt so good and I could only play a couple of characters, but I really enjoyed it. And so, uh, I'm, I'm excited for it to come out. I think that this is going to be the best 
fighting game in a long time. And that said, there are other fighting games coming and being teased and like the newest Tekken, I think, just came out or is coming out or whatever. No, so like, out. it's coming Tekken out. It should be hitting yet, right? early next year, I think, early is the expectation. Year. Is it really that far away? I don't think there's a date on it. I don't think there's a date on it yet. Yeah, just I think there's trailers. people who think it might be like fall, but um, it's the point is like it's within a year. Yeah. And of course, we've got Mortal Kombat 1 coming soon. So in theory. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, good time for good time for fighting game comebacks. Yeah. So, so I, think, I think that's that's what we've been playing. That's what we've been playing. Um we got so so here's your deal. It's been kind of a slow news week. So we got one very Derek core topic to talk about. I think about. it's a very SDGC core topic, but I had to turn it into one. Yes. It is. But it I is. found a good angle. It is. I'm and sure then, you did. After we get through that, we're going to talk about what we'd like to see at Summer Games Fest because I think that's a pretty... I think that was Britt's idea, so that's a pretty fun time. Um, so, Geef's Chest Physics. Welcome yeah, to the Geef jiggle. Corner. <laughs> them, them, the Geef. Them chest, I will say, look, if you've seen any, any... If you've seen any footage of, like, I think Zangief and Cammy, especially in Street Fighter VI, it is yeah. some of the most impressive, like, these Jiggle. people are not horny for boobs and butts. These people are horny for the way skin and muscles shift on yeah. the human body. It's like, these these people are on some Greco-Roman, <laughs> truly galaxy brain alive. shit. Yeah. And, you know, if you guys want, we could just talk about the new Janelle Monai video Genomenae. i haven't seen yeah. it yet I've, oh that's sorry. on my docket to watch tonight i heard don't good watch it at work don't watch it oh brit oh brit go ahead and look at, at janelle Monet's uh twitter account yeah while do we're it now brit i would actually love to see i, I will slowly picture, transition right? the um yeah i would love oh Br yeah i would love to see brit's reaction to this in uh in real time because <laughs> 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 there we go. <laughs> you got her getting out of the pool. <laughs> what is happening? Them things be thanging. Something real good. Something real good. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, right. Bisexual panic. What was yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> Bookmark. I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna open a new tab and save that for later. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But Derek, um, why don't you kick us off on our Capcom topic? Yeah. So, um, the long and the short of it is there was an article that came out earlier. Uh, I saw it from VGC. Ooh, she got out the pool. I just saw it. That's the that's the one. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's the ticket. That's the one. That's it. Um, there is there's an article I saw from VGC. It's been reported a bunch of other places. Uh, Capcom reporting they've sold more games in their last fiscal year than any other year in their history, and their share prices share price has hit an all time high. Wow. Now, you know that I don't believe in standing for companies, and I don't believe in celebrating high share prices. But here's an important piece of context, which is that about a year ago, uh, if I remember, yeah, right about a year ago, Capcom announced that they were raising employee salaries by 30%. 
What which a fucking is power move, dude. Massive. We're not talking no 3%, 4% cost of living, keeping up with level adjustment. They raised the average employee salary by 30% and improved wow. the bonus structure. So actually, They sound increase, like they're really doing bad financially Increase right now. in compensation was actually much higher than 30% when you consider that their new bonus structure um, is... You know, they're basically paying out higher bonuses based on company performance, which means company does better. Every employee actually directly benefits from it. Um, now, they explicitly stated when they did this. I mean, like they didn't have to because we would understand it, but they explicitly stated that this is because they wanted to attract and retain top level talent, which if you've been watching or listening to SDGC for any length of time, you know, I'm that sorry, that's, first of all, well, yes. But secondly, like, you know, that that's a big soapbox. Anytime we talk about yeah. like labor conditions in the gaming industry is that the biggest problem we have is that corporations love, love, love to fall into the cycle of crunching employees, right. Of having dog shit working conditions, oftentimes abusive management and shitty wages, and expect you to stick around for the love of games. And it's caused a, a record high turnover rate in the industry at almost every company. And then people wonder why games take forever to ship and come out in the state they sometimes come out with. Uh, and we always say, well, it's because that counterproductively, when you work employees more than 50 hours a week on a regular basis, their productivity plummets. Right? When you drive away talent, then, you know, new people and inexperienced people have to work five times harder, five times longer just to get as much done. Um, so Capcom, Capcom's whole thing, I feel like from their revival has been, we just got to put money into it and that'll pay off. Yeah. And it feels to me like, like there's just so many lessons I want the industry to learn from what's going on at Capcom. Right. Like pay your workers and treat them right. And, and it will pay back trust in the vision of your creators instead of chasing trends and focus tests. Um, you know, it's in an industry that is increasingly about like big, often soulless feeling or paint by numbers massive open world games that are content-a-thons or, you know, gigantic, you know, everything wants to be the next service game. Derek, right? I'm sorry, that's just such a good term, content-a-thons. I'm stealing that. Yeah, I mean, it feels right, right? Like, how else do you describe every Assassin's Creed game that's come that's, out? That's really power. That's strong. That's you very know? strong. Like, w weren't we having this conversation around Elden Ring that, like, Elden Ring felt so refreshing and everybody loved it because it was... It, yeah. it it didn't be that. I missed um, that. I missed that. Uh, that uh, I'm on Twitter. The Elden Ring I know. Times, there was briefly was just, peace. Yeah. 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 Like like <laughs> Elden World agreed. for for the briefest of moments healed the world. Yeah. But um, you know, in a in a world where everything feels like it has to be that, right. like Capcom is doing better than ever and treating their employees better than ever, and it's paying off, and they're doing this on single-player Resident Evil games and a yeah. Devil May Cry sequel and collections and, like, 
cool little you know games like Mega Man 11 and the new Ghosts and Goblins and and Monster Hunter right and Monster Hunter is a big multiplayer game but like Monster Hunter is also so severely outside the range of what is standard AAA game development like knowledge and mechanics um you know if we could just get a Breath of Fire collection from Capcom oh my like, god you fucking I want might at this rate man I want Breath of Fire 3 on a modern oh my god Stormy. so bad it's my I'm gonna favorite. point out that that big artwork that they did recently did have Breath of Fire on it and that it was did. by far the the the, the it was so out of place because it was, it was such the an it was the it was the most attention that franchise has gotten over a decade yeah, yeah. it's just one a picture of Ryu and Nina I, yeah. I tried replaying it in a totally legal way recently and uh like i love breath of the fire 3 it's one of my favorite rpgs of all time i love it and i've only played three and some of four like i haven't played that whole franchise Four is one of the most beautiful games on ps on ps1 but like i tried playing it and just there's been too much modern improvement in rpgs to still enjoy it in its form it's a great game but you have to make concessions to like it's of the time mechanically and so it makes it challenging um and i just would love not even a remake but like what square enix has been doing like uh like a remaster with like some quality of life upgrades yeah things you can turn on and off like that would be amazing but like i mean derek you like you were your point is they resurrected some of their franchises they thought they were dead because they killed them themselves and it like Mega Man 11, Resident Evil 8, um, Resident Evil 7, like all of these games is like are in franchises that were in dire straits, what, five years ago or whatever? I mean, Capcom itself ago. was about to go belly up. Right. And like they just righted the ship by throwing money at their problems and hiring talented people. And like it's just continuing to prove like Resident Evil 4, whether you like the game or not, everyone has mostly agreed it's an improvement in every way over the original, which was already a great so game much. on everything. I played the first one for the first time on Steam three years ago and loved it. And like, but everyone I've talked to who's played it, it says this, this remake just takes the game and makes it better, like unimaginably better. And it's just, it's, they seem to figure it out what their stride is for like, and there've been hitches, right? Like Resident Evil three, not everyone loved universally, whereas Resident Evil two was really great. The remake. So like, but it seems like they've kind of figured out what they need to. I mean, Monster Hunter between world and rise. It's like, I didn't think Monster Hunter could get better and it just gets better. Yeah. Well, like, remember before Monster Hunter World was actually revealed and it was yeah. all just in rumor territory. And a lot of the rumor mill stuff was Monster Hunter's next game is going to be this like super stripped down, appealing to to Western, like AAA. Yeah. You know, it was it was all of the scariest things you could possibly hear about one of those games. And and what scared everyone about that so bad, I think, is um <coughs> Excuse me. What scared everyone so bad is it sounds realistic because yeah. a lot of times when companies are in as bad a straits as, as like Capcom was and Capcom used to do this shit, right? Yeah. Is they would take the the shitty, like dumbed down, lowest common denominator focus tested approach. I mean, look at what happened to Lost Planet, right? Look yeah. what happened to Dead Rising. Um, so when Monster Hunter World got revealed... And it turned out that actually what they did was they they went all in on Monster Hunter, 
right? They said, we know what makes this special and we're yeah. going to pump an absurd amount of money into this as a Hail Mary. And yeah. guess what? Monster Hunter World is Capcom's best-selling game of all time. Of all, of time. all time. Like, I mean, they even bring up in chat, though, like the DMC5 E3 reveal and then like yeah. what that game ended up being. Like, I love the Devil May Cry franchise, except for two. Nobody likes two. Nobody and like, <laughs> I had liked four, but like Nero, I had to warm up to, but I actually, four is a good game. I but loved when they came Nero. Back, but when they came back in five, they just, they took everything. It's like they listened for years and just went, okay, all that stuff here, you get it, right? And it's just, they seem to have done that with every franchise that was in Dire Straits. Yeah. And I just don't think everyone will like, they took a pause that allowed them to get their footing by making, doing the things that people have been asking for. Yeah. I remember before I was even a member of SDGC, I remember getting into a fucking argument in the old SDGC discord that we nuked that y'all nuked from orbit. Uh, but I remember getting into an argument with a couple folks there because the rumors were going around that we were getting Devil May Cry 5. And it was like, Capcom shouldn't do this. There's no interest in it. It's bad idea business-wise. And I was like, sitting here like, people enjoy these games and like a game doesn't have to be a, a 10 million seller to be worth your time. Yeah. You know, if, if, if Capcom has decided they want to do this, it's because they want to please their fans. And also like, why would we not celebrate making a sequel to the game people actually liked right. because like the 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 western the ninja theory dmc reboot was and still is like very controversial devil may cry 4 is not um yeah. you know just make devil may cry 5 and of course they could have gone the the route that they already had right because they already made the choice to instead of making devil may cry 5 they made dmc the game that was ashamed to be Devil May Cry. And in, and they could have gone that same route again, but this Capcom chose put money into Devil May Cry 5 and make yeah. Devil May Cry 5 and make it wild as shit. And well, it, it did great. It's the best-selling Devil May Cry game. And, you know, like like Mr. Delaby in chat, by the way, one of our newest uh, SDGC community mods. Welcome, Mr. Delaby. Um, uh, Delaby makes a great point. Um, so I was going to say earlier that like it really like Capcom's turnaround really got its start like it's it's start with Resident Evil 7 yeah. and that's based in large part to because as Delaby correctly points out that's the first game that used the RE engine yeah. uh, well, the which RE is engine, one of the it's... which is one of the best for uh, like core development frameworks in the entire in like the the RE engine is sorcery yes yeah. well and here's the thing that's not a move I would recommend every company make. No, right? probably not. It no, makes sense for Capcom to do that though, because the last time Capcom made a move like the RE engine, they made MT Framework. An MT Framework was likewise black magic for the Xbox 360 and PS3 era, and some of that, some of that system's most impressive, like Japanese developed games and published games came from Capcom on MT Framework. Monster Hunter World was still running on MT Framework. Like, it, it's, it's, and to my point of like, that was a smart move for Capcom because it is a move that Cap, Capcom has learned that they have what it takes to make their own in-publisher in engine and have their teams use it and they can find success and they can make something that versatile. Um, that any team can use. It's not like frostbite, you know, at at EA level of a of a bad choice, right? Um, but 
the point is, I don't think that the path to success for every company is necessarily do exactly what Capcom's doing. Right. right. It's not that the path to success is make a bunch of single player games, revive, you know, old games that people haven't seen in a while, etc. Um, Capcom played to their strengths, which is they know they're strong when they pull back in house. They know they're strong when they work on their own versatile tools. They know they have the IP library. Right. And companies need to be confident enough to play to their strengths instead of chasing trends because as long as game development takes these days if you chase trends those trends are outdated before your game's even revealed yeah when you're making something big and expensive right so so don't do that instead pay your fucking people so that they stick around so you have a stable of talented long-term like experienced workers who have familiarity with your tools and your pipeline and then have the the trust in your talented team that they will come up with the inspiring decisions that will that will catch people's hearts and minds rather yeah. than make the same game everyone else is making but with your IP slapped on top. Yeah, I mean I think also they they did really well not only just on modern consoles but in the Switch era because not only did almost like a bunch of Resident Evil games get ported to the Switch and run well on them the older games Mega Man 11 was a huge success on Switch the obviously fuck is Mega Man 12 like god damn it I know but like you and like Dragon's Dogma found a whole like I well it would all hunt us down and kill us we didn't mention oh, this Dragon's, Dragon's Dogma, Dogma. I would Dark do. Arisen got a whole new life on the Switch. Wow, That's how will forever be known as the internet's primary Dragon's Dogma fan, but I need right. to make sure everyone remembers. I've been a Dragon's Dogma sicko since yes. before Dark Arisen. Like yes. I'm, you know. And 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 I've grown into a sicko after playing it on Switch, but like it got this whole new life and they've announced like that sequel's still coming. We know mm-hmm. it's coming and like they've got It's not coming in 2023 I, though, right? No, I think I wouldn't next, expect. We haven't actually seen they've yeah. announced it, but we've seen no footage, so that game clearly needed a lot more time than they originally thought. But But like the, we have Street Fighter 6 coming. We know that there's another Resident Evil in the works, whatever it is, but there's mm-hmm. obviously one. You know, like what I've Supposedly love Omega- Power, Sto- Power Stone and Onimusha. Power right? Stone. And like I would love another Mega Man or a new Mega Man X would be cool. I would like, love a new Mega Man X. But or like a fucking also- Mega Man Legends collection. Yes. Yes. But like I feel like Capcom is in a position now where they can announce literally anything and people would just be down. Like, let's go, right? Like, they've won the favor back that they had lost for a long time because they had released a bunch of stinkers in a row. And I think this is the strongest they've been in a while. You know, speaking of Capcom's strength, I think... Derek, if it's okay with you, I think we can use this to segue into some, some some summer games fest predictions because I think there are some really fun Capcom predictions here. Yeah, well, there's um, one in particular. Um, I already know what you're gonna say. Okay. Can I can I guess? Yeah. Monster Hunter World Two. Okay, so actually that's two then um, that I think are possible. <laughs> although I think we're gonna wait a bit on that. If you want to talk, if we want to talk a bit about our expectations and hopes for Summer Games Fest, for things to be revealed over, like, June and July, roughly. Um, I'm 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 wondering if Monster Hunter waits until, like, fall to maybe be shown off. Yeah. Because it like it's time. It, they're going to wait until after the final update for Rise, which is still 
incoming, if I remember correctly. They announced one more update than they originally planned to do. So, um, but we're fucking seeing Dragon's Dogma too. Yeah, Summer so. Games we're Fest. gonna see gameplay. I promise you, they announced it last E3. Yeah, or Summer Games Fest, whatever. Right, um, the the Capcom showcase. So, it's been a year since announcement. It's already over a year since its original planned release, according to the big Capcom leak. You're gonna see Dragon's Dogma too. And it's going to be fucking weird. It's going to be some weird shit, whatever it is. And I'm here for it. Sicko mode. Yeah. Let's go. I was so, hunting packs. Let's do, do it. Th- so, okay. So how many, realistically, how many announcements do you think we get out of Capcom? I think we could get one big one and a couple of smaller ones. See, I think the smaller ones is where you might have a lot more fun because Capcom yeah. can do a well, bunch of small stuff. It's t- I feel like it's time for Breath of Fire. Yeah. It's I mean, time it- for Breath of Fire. It's, like, it's a good one, yeah. Especially Stormy, since one, I guarantee you, Capcom has seen the demand for the Pixel remasters on console. Yeah, and and they're like, oh boy, like we've got our own. Well, the Battle Network uh, collection just sold like right, more than any right. other. Mega like, Man like, oh, we've got another very very coveted. Turns collection out people of like JRPGs. old RPGs. Like, yeah. Um, you know, and I and and w- combine that with the fact that like Suikoden is getting a remaster collection. Ugh. Like, I just feel like. I, it feels like it's time to see a, bre- a Breath of Fire collection, if for no, well, if for no other reason, for Capcom one to make a little extra scratch and two see how see how well it performs and see yeah. if maybe a follow up a new a new Breath of Fire is. I don't know is, if is Capcom has anybody on staff who's ready to do an RPG. Is the yeah. thing that feels like a very specific. I don't know. I have yeah. a spicy take. Yeah. yeah. Dino Crisis. Ooh. It's fucking time, babes. It's time. So, okay. It's fucking right. time, babes. It's time. For, first of all, Britt, Jaw Muncher heard you from across the country and is instantly <laughs> activated right now. Second, second, didn't they hint at Dino Crisis for the PS uh, Plus Premium service? I, I feel like people they said did. that and I missed yeah. it. But I missed it, yeah, so I didn't see that. I don't keep up um, on gamer news. What do you yeah. think I am? Some kind of You're podcast kind of gamer person? Podcast gamer content creator. You know, capital C content, no less. Um, um I, I would love to see like a, a like Regina deserves to come back, right? Like we need like Dino Crisis deserves an they had, they had the tease in uh, Exoprimal. Like, like, I feel like with the success of Resident Evil, um, and just how consistently bangers they've been especially resident Evil Four. like i feel like they're going to want to keep up this like trend of you know just remaking amazing games because um you know we're start we're starting to run out over of og um resident evils um yeah. i'm personally hoping for code veronica but i think it's way too soon for... they're gonna remake five you think they're so gonna remake five yep I mean, five was pretty complete close. Global saturation. Yeah. What's that? I said complete global saturation. Yeah, complete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing but, to remember. Oh, you go, go ahead, ahead Britt. Oh, I was gonna say the thing to remember about the big like Capcom Giga leak forever ago is that the further out in time you go down that leak, like the further down that list you go, as you hit like year twenty four, year twenty five. You're talking about games that are not in development yet, right? Ooh. That they that they were like, we plan on doing this, but we can go ahead and change course anytime. So right, we've already I know like so just you know 
be ready. Things could change, but I don't think we're we're gonna see too many surprises at this point. Der- no, 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 Derek. I got a Capcom prediction for you. Yeah, I got one for you. You'll like this one. Mm-hmm. So Delaby said, "I saw the you know a new two D Final Fight pixel art style. Mm-hmm. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. Hagger as a Street Fighter Six character. Hagger's well. So here's the thing. We already know the full first year of uh, Street Fighter Six DLC characters. So and Hagger's not there. Yeah, but I, mm, but here's the thing we got we got years of street fighter 6 ahead of us yeah and this so. this shit takes place in metro city yeah. we're finally getting hagger he's just not going to be year one yeah i mean i think what john's a, prediction about the Mega Man legends collection is actually not far off only because we we're running out of Mega Man to we're running out of Mega Man yeah. to re- to, to like re-release. they re-released the re- og Mega Man. they re-released okay. x Mega Man x now battle network so like there's a good Stormy. chance we could Here's get a prediction Legends. for you. We get a we get a Mega Man Legends collection, and they announce Mega Man Legends three. That's never happened. You'll get a Mega Man Legends collection announced, and then they'll cancel the collection. Yeah, um, probably. probably. No, yeah. this is not that Capcom. Um, what about some non-Capcom so, picks? So, Bobo, I mean, one more, one more. Bobo okay. four seven five zero in chat said uh, there was there is a new Ace Attorney that we know is in development. I don't know that yeah. there was one on the leak, but the thing is, like that's Shu Takumi's baby yeah so and, and all I, of them have done well the real yes. I, mean, I mean they've already said they're working on another one they've yeah. already said it i've missed that but it's also just a safe bet right now yeah, right if ghost trick if the ghost trick re-release does well i might not be surprised if after the next ace attorney they do either another ghost trick or something else new yeah. if ghost trick does well enough to like inspire confidence that oh shit we can do stuff that's not just ace attorney but yeah. Shutakumi's team is going to be cranking out Ace Attorney games, and we're going to be here for them every time. <laughs> All right, so I feel like we got to talk about Square because um, we know they're going to be there. Um, and I feel like Final S- Fantasy Tactics, baby. Yeah, it's time. It's gonna that, be that, that was mine too, Derek. Like it's Stormy, go ahead. Small. It's going to be a small announcement, right? They've got. It's going to be during 16's release, so yeah. like, they're not going to announce. We're like, we're not going to hear about Rebirth. We're not going to hear nope. about a nine remake. It's you know. Yeah. No. It's it's gonna be tactics or some other kind of classic game, but like I don't. It's gotta think be. It's gotta be. Ta- I mean, we are. Tactics was on the Nvidia leak. We know it's right. coming. And yeah. I World think, like, of Jason Final Schreier, Fantasy Two, baby. Right. And like J- 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 Jason Schreier's have been like, "Yep, that's a hundred percent. I think that's happening. We know yeah. Tactics is coming. It, I think. I think Derek. I think we're far away from Tactics Ogre now, where you can safely announce, "Hey, Final Fantasy Tactics is being remastered. It's." Coming to PS4, I, I sadly I think Xbox is going to continue to stay losing here. Um, I I, I this will come disappointing, right? Like that's it, a whole other conversation. But it it's is. like it. I'm very much an anti console wars person, and it just yeah. you know I mained the 360 um, back in those days, and it's just it's just sad to see like the decline in content that Xbox has I produced agree. in the last few years. I agree. I will but, say but this. I, I, I think tactics is so, so there's going to be, I think, I think we'll get two announcements, two remasters. We're going to get final fantasy tactics and saga frontier two remastered. We already know saga frontier. I mean, saga frontier two has already been rated in Taiwan. Um, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, so, so that, and, and we've already know, we already know that. I mean, I think, uh, uh, the the guy who who created the Saga franchise has already been like, yeah, we're gonna port Saga Frontier two. Um, so I feel like it's gonna be Final Fantasy Tactics, Saga Frontier two, and Brit will probably hear something about whatever's coming after Endwalker. 
I think it'll be a teaser. I don't think but, you know, yeah. I, they always no, it's time because yeah. Endwalker yeah. came out two years ago, so okay. they usually like announce yep. the next one. Um, and, and and it'll release and have, this this yeah, winter or this, something. Yeah, yeah, well, not no. It it'll be. I don't think so. I think so. A new expansion. Yeah, either this winter so. or next spring. It'll be it'll be next spring for sure. Okay. Um, because they'll do the announcement and then they'll release next year. That's usually right. how it goes. Okay. Um, but but I, I do think it's time. I think it's time we hear a little. I bit think we're gonna that. get a teaser and then we're gonna get like get a live letter that kind of like we we'll did with Ben Walker. Remember? For sure. Yep. Remember watching that together? On oh my god, that was so much Discord? fun. It was. That was so. We have to do that again. Yeah, we will. We have to do that again. But uh, do, do, do we all agree? I think that that tactics is probably the most likely outcome for whatever Square is gonna announce. I think it's extremely so. likely, but man, you can't fucking tell with Square. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the, the curveballs that they could throw is Rebirth, which I don't think is going to happen. But the other curveball actually could be the next more on the next Kingdom Hearts, because they did announce that. That's true. Kingdom Hearts true. 4. And, That's true. Been, and that was the anniversary was what, last year? So, like, it's been almost a year since that's an, that announcement, maybe closer to six months ish, but like. That that if they did a big AAA like RPG announcement, I would see Kingdom Hearts before Rebirth being you mentioned. Know, Storm, you know what I think it would be? It just this just kind of hit me. Another likely announcement for Square. And again, I agree, we're not going to get a huge dump from Square, but we'll get two or three games. I think the next HD 2D remake of an older game. Oh yeah, okay, I could see um, that too. And I think I think well, no, we still didn't like, get that Breath of Wild. Uh, Breath of, we still uh, don't have Dragon Quest. Dragon III. Quest. I think yeah. it's possible we could see Update something about that, Dragon maybe, Quest. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's possible we could see maybe like a Bahamut Lagoon or Terranigma or Treasure of the Rudras HD 2D remake. Yeah. Um, games that were never localized in the United States, but whatever, whatever's gonna. But but yeah, no, Derek, that's a great point. Like Dragon Quest Three HD or HD 2D remake has been missing in action for a while. That this could be its time. Yeah, this could be it. Uh, what else? Uh, who else is going to be there? At um, we got a Sega. Well, and like it's more than just who's going to be there officially and not right Power because the Stone. whole Power so much of Stone. the some Summer Games Fest thing is it's like what's unofficial, right? Because yeah. right. it's it's just kind of here's this whole. I actually kind of approve of of Grub's like Summer Games mess attitude over yeah. the Games Fest because like. Nintendo's not a part of Summer Games Fest, but you know we're going to get a direct in June. Oh, we'll get a direct for sure. We'll get something. So I have a question going back to Square. Do you, I think we're going to get another trailer for Final For what? what? Final Fantasy VII. Oh, you you, you think we'll get one? I don't know. I don't think so. I think think it's too close to 16. I have no way to know. No, because it's supposed to come out winter of this year. But winter of this year could well. I know what it goes in the next year, but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, I think a trailer here. I don't know. I feel like that that steals too much thunder from from 16. I and I, so. I I don't feel I feel like we see that later in the summer or like early fall. Um, I I I don't think. Now I could be wrong, but this is just pure conjecture on my part. But let's bet on it, John. Let's okay, what are it. we betting? What's the stakes? What's the stakes? Well, we'll have to do something at the charity stream. Okay. We'll have, and we get to pick what it is. Okay. You need some, I need some time to think about the stakes, but we're right. doing this. Right. Give me the weekend to think about the stakes, and we're going to mm, do it. Steak. Uh, <laughs> did you say steak? Now you got me all excited. <laughs> um, uh, 
Go going ahead, back Sharon, to your please. Sega, though, the Sega prediction. So I think we'll see a trailer for whatever the big, because they have announced that there's a DLC plan for Song Frontiers. So I think yep. if there's like a big announcement, like we know we're getting Shadow, we know we're getting Amy, totally missed that. And some other playable characters. So like maybe a trailer of like showing off the DLC that's coming, some story stuff maybe. Um, I don't know, though. And maybe like, is there any Sonic games that haven't been released in a collection yet. I mean, Origins was... Sonic R, motherfuckers, Son it's time. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog, baby, let's go. Um, but, like, I, some other kind of collections or, like, a sequel to Origins or maybe a new 2D Sonic. It's been a while since Sonic... Um, whatever. Uh, Sonic CD was re-released recently, right? Yes, that yeah. was part of Origins. Okay, right, right, right. Um, but like uh, Sonic Mania, rather, I think we could see some kind of sequel to Sonic Mania, maybe because it's been a while since I'd Sonic love that. Mania Sonic came Mania out. was such a cool remix of those of those earlier games. Um, I'd so love to I, see that. Um, but also, like, we're gonna probably get a tra trailer. We we know we're getting a new Yakuza game in Interqual this fall. So they're going hard another... on Yakuza. Yeah, so I think we would see another trailer for the man who erased his name. Which give me all the trailers. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Um, that's a pretty safe about, bet, I feel like. Stormy, this is this is kind of an off the wall prediction, but what about a new main? What about Fantasy Star Five? There's still like Neon, the fa Fantasy, uh, whatever it's called, Neon, new, whatever. Genesis Evangelion, new Genesis. right? New Genesis. <laughs> um, I mean, that only came to Game Pass what a couple years ago. Maybe it's been longer than that now, but that's an MMO though. I'm talking about like a new single player? main like Fantasy Star game. Oh, I don't know. They haven't made a single player one in a long time. A long time. I a got, long time. I got an almost guarantee for you. Let's hear oh, it. Yeah. We're going to see that Persona 3 remake. Oh. Hmm. That makes sense. That or We're going to see 6. that Persona 3 remake. No. Yeah. We've seen there? footage of the 3 remake. Like, yeah. that shit's way closer than 6 is. So. I think you're... Yeah, that makes sense. That, that, makes that sense. and the, uh, the, the Jet Set Radio, the new Jet Set Radio game. Oh, my God. I think we're seeing those. I'm so fucking ready, dude. I love Jet Set Radio. Holy shit! I am so ready for that. Um, what other major Sega? What other major Sega franchise? Like, do you? So here's here's a question: Do we see another like mini Sega console, like a Saturn? That's not or, even. That's a, no, no, that's no. That's there aren't happen. enough games on the Saturn. Yeah, dude. dude no, dude. There are some. Fun. I First mean, of all, they do a mini Dreamcast first before they ever did a mini Saturn. I, think. I mean, but dude, the Saturn has so many good games like Dragon Force, all the Panzer games, um, you know, night, you know, Nights into Dreams. Uh, there are so many. There are so many good. I mean, you know, all the treasure games that are on Saturn. Like, there are so many good Saturn games. I feel like the Saturn is a system like you could have such just a fucking banger collection. You you know what I and, want Sega to reveal, but they won't. What? What is that? I want a new Power Stone. I want a new. Tr that's Capcom. Um, Power and, and Stone. <laughs> Power Stone is Capcom. Anyway, um, <laughs> I want a new. I want a new Trauma Center or Trauma Team game. Oh my god! And yes. they won't do. Oh, it. That, no, there's never. a name. Those I are heard done. In a while. Those are done. They're never making another one of those. Nobody bought Trauma Team. <laughs> um, what about? What can we expect from Netflix at uh at at Summer Games Fest? Uh well, uh, Dave Wait, Chappelle Netflix. is gonna come out on stage and personally insult every trans person individually in the audience. Probably, so, I shouldn't laugh, but Jesus fuck. That's the Netflix way. Yep. What about and some other comedian you love will come out and agree with him? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, Derek. Yeah. What about Bandai Namco? They're gonna be there. 
there's John, you can't predict Bamco. You can't do that. I want you to that. try there unhinged. We're going to get they a new Pac-Man world because remake. Because there's so much, like, they, there's so many licenses that they own. Yeah. It's absurd. So here's what I can tell you is not happening. We're not getting a new Tales of game. Uh, nope. Not this soon. That's, That's going to be a Chappelle's bit. show. No, Blake. <laughs> no, no, Blake. God damn. That's the worst thing I've ever fucking That's heard, Blake. so bad. Uh, starring John Mulaney. Um um i would say one rare well yeah so they did announce budokai tenkaichi 4 and like that's gonna be big because people have fond memories of those games um we might see more of i do not remember the name of it but that game they showed off at the playstation showcase that's got the robot oh yes i don't remember and speaking of bamco games with robots um Ace Combat, not Ace Combat, although Ace Combat is also Bandai Namco, and frankly, it's been a hot minute. It might yeah. be time for Ace Combat 8. Ace Combat 7 is one of the best games on the PS4, um, but no, uh, fucking Armored Core. Like, yeah, we're gonna we're see, gonna I mean, see we're, like, see, I mean, we're gonna see the lid get taken August. off. Armored yeah, Core. we're they're gonna show reshow that trailer if nothing else. But man, when I tell you I was activated by that trailer, oh, oh I can't fucking wait. Like, I did some I, things. I, I loved all those old games, and before I became a Souls sicko like everyone else, like I would always scoff. Like the real fans of this this company know from Soft for Armored Claw, and turn my nose up at it. But I'm so excited for that game. Uh, I'm just ready to be a, a mechy gearhead. Like let's yeah. go. Bamco is a, has potentially a decent amount going on, but like they don't need a lot going on because Armored Core is going to carry them. Yeah. Um. But yeah. like. If I was going to make any guesses, I would say enough time has passed that we could feasibly see a new Ace Combat, which is the most underappreciated series in Bamco Stable. Uh, we're going to see more Tekken because Tekken's coming yeah. soon. Derek, here's um, one for you. Here's one yeah. for you, Derek. Scarlet Nexus 2. I don't know. Scarlet Nexus did fine, um, yeah, but I don't I think don't it blew up enough. I thought it's, it sold pretty well. It did, but... You know, it was also like a big multimedia push and it failed to catch on at the sheer heights that they wanted it to. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I don't see a whole lot of reason to expect a sequel oh, either. Here's the real prediction, guys. What does Gearbox bring into the table? <sighs> a fucking what flash drive. Flash drive. <laughs> actually, well, actually, Gearbox Publishing will probably have a bunch of stuff there. We're going to see the new Heart Machine game, probably more of yeah. the, the mm. Hyper Light Drifter there'll be a claptrap there somehow. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, like, I think we'll see more from their publishing side than their, their in-house development because they are publishing a bunch of indie games that are actually looking good, including Heart Machine, unfortunately. Although I love, like, I'm excited for the new game. It's just unfortunate it was with right. Gearbox. Pitchford, right. <laughs> Right. We can just um, say it. Randy Pitchford sucked my ass. Like, I mean, I went to at PAX West because I got the invite. I went to his presentation because, of course, I did. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, if I could go. You knew Borderlands Three was going to be big, but and that's when he gave away all his shirts. He said he was going to give away all his shirts. You remember that shit uh, for charity or whatever? It was weird. It was very weird. It was me and Scott White in the front row, just kind of looking at each other a bunch. Yeah, like, <laughs> what is happening? Uh... Um, I. I I don't know if Nintendo will be there, but I think if we do get a, a like a direct around that time, I think they've got a, like their biggest game of the year so far is out already. So they've got to announce what the big fall game is going to be, whether yeah. it's 
like I mean, finally Pikmin's get... July, right? Or is it August? Yes, uh, it's the summer, so it's yeah. filling the Splatoon three slot. And I think year. I think the what Nintendo is still listing Metroid Prime Four as a as a this fiscal year release. Correct. And so it, it's more believable due. now after the Prime remaster and, and Dread did so well. So yeah, we could at least see something about it. I think yeah around that time. Um, I hope we don't see any more of Dread Wolf because I don't have a lot of faith in that project as much as I love Bioware. But like Jeff Keighley likes to show off nothing from like nothing trailers from Bioware yeah. at these events. And we got a nothing trailer from Mass Effect at one of these events. We got a nothing trailer of Dread Wolf at one of these events. And I need those- Bioware to release a game and it be like good without a fucking asterisk beside Correct. it. Um, yeah. and, I, and I desperately want that. Me like, too. Oh, I, I, I'm so cynical, I. but I want that. But I mean, I'm gonna wait to see it first. Yeah, I, I think w- those are likely to get, but won't mean anything. Like it's a like they've sent sent out all these teases about Dreadwolf, but I really don't think we'll get anything major. But probably some other innocuous Bioware teaser that makes us all upset. Yeah. Um. Let's Great. if if I, I got I got I got a question. Um. <laughs> so I think it was two episodes ago we or was it just last one we were talking about microsoft and Mm -hmm. you know microsoft has announced that they've got both a starfield standalone presentation and a i don't know what is going on between these two but (laughs) it's magic i'm sure um but that and then we know they have their own standalone like like just microsoft published presentation for that time frame what are some things that we hope to see resurface yeah. and maybe hope to see for the first time from Microsoft? I mean, I well, first of all, I was listening to that episode today on my way home from work, and uh, I was screaming at y'all through my podcast app that no one—CJ mentioned— hi-fi rush and everyone talked over him and i'm like that was like the biggest thing that and then I you eventually got back rush. to it yeah but like i would love a hi-fi rush too i know it's not happening yet it's way too soon but no. like i love that oh, game God, so much yes. um shadow think... dropping hi-fi rush to eat <laughs> shit right. y'all we greenlit this as soon as we saw the first one um but i would love to see actually uh a return to gears i think it's been long enough like either mm-hmm. a new gears tactics or sure. a gear or a numbered gears game. I haven't played since three, but I've heard that the last one was very good. Um, and so, and like, because halo was struggled so much, it's like their only other that I can think of like true Microsoft franchise that they've kept running all this time. Yeah. Um, so I could see a new gears of war um, announcement of some kind that's the one that jumps to my mind for it's, Xbox. It's, it's beyond time for new gears, to be honest yeah. with you. Like, I mean, I, I, I just, I, I can't, like, I feel like there's no excitement around first-party Microsoft games right now. Like, there I'm, should I've, be, but the problem is be. most of the stuff that's been announced has quietly slipped away. Slipped away. Yeah. Like, we've got, um, you know, Hellblade is going to be a big deal. But yeah. like, there's no idea well, when you've got to release happen, it for it to right? be a big deal. Fable and Perfect Dark are are ghosts at this point. Yeah. You know, I, I want actually, a new Fable game so fucking bad. Me too. You know, there's no fucking idea on it. Um, actually, I have a thought because of I recently finished Psych Odyssey, which if you haven't watched, still please watch it. It is incredible. Yes, but like, d- like that documentary ends a couple years ago. 
And like, we don't know what Double Fine is currently working on. And they are a Microsoft Studio studio. And like, they, after releasing Psychonauts 2 and everything they went through, like, they're not going to release another sequel. They're probably going to make an original IP again. And like, there's lots of stuff teased through that, through the, the, the Fortnite things that they did for like everyone to develop games. Like they have a lot of ideas stirring. So we could see a double fine announcement at the Xbox thing. I think that's possible. I imagine we could see, we could finally see that Indiana Jones game from machine games. Um, I'd I'd like to see more of avowed from obsidian. (laughs) Yeah. Um, just That's, give me a brutal legend sequel. I mean, I would be down I, in so a fast. heartbeat within seconds with modern, like modern new metal and rock stars. Imagine Coheed oh in a heartbeat. Like man. bring back, bring back Eddie Riggs and just yeah. give me more brutal legend. Yeah, anything that's a vehicle for more fucking uh, more more Jack Black. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, like like that. that yeah, Cam's I'll just, in chat. I'll never hey, forget hey, one Cam. of my fondest gaming memories of that of that generation was just listening to Jack Black have an absolute blast oh, reading yeah. his lines. Like you're you're walking down, you're on you're on like at the very early portion of the game, you're on this like construct walking down a mountain of corpses. He's he, he's like, uh, uh, all right, uh, um, uh, demon lord. Uh, please uh, deliver me what from this. What game did that come out alongside? And it just completely got steamrolled. Was it Borderlands? It might have been Borderlands. Borderlands. Yeah. Jack Black has never given less than a hundred percent. It is. Um, and you, I will now teach you a French kissing. Uh, like, Bobo I, I fucking love chat, that game. Bobo and Chad actually has a good point. We, they've announced Outer Worlds two a while ago, and so that would actually be something that would make sense to show progress on because it's been, I think, yeah. a year since that annou- announcement. Um, and I like oh, hey, the Cam. first ones, so uh, I, I love Fallout New Vegas. I know it's that that team that made Outer Worlds, and I liked the first one. I'd be excited for the more info on that sequel. I think it was a solid game. The first one, and the sequel could have a lot. It's. I- there there's like it's it's way too early for borderlands 4 right the yeah right i, I question mark. right like because i feel like i mean maybe the, not well i mean the gap between borderlands 2 or 3 was really long it was yeah, really were also long releasing other games like that the prequel game that came out during that time which was essentially another borderlands oh game. the pre-sequel yeah, the pre-sequel, yeah, and they had the it. Tales of the Borderlands game. So, like, it's, it's funny. Like I played like 200 anything. hours of Borderlands two, and I dropped Borderlands three after like an hour. Yeah, me same. too. Me fucking I, too. Brit, I just like there was something about. I was like, yeah, it's not clicking with me anymore. And they also like, put out Tiny Tina's. I don't think we're going to see another Borderlands because Tiny no. Tina's didn't come out that long ago. I think. Yeah, I agree. I I want to know what. I didn't what... really hear anything about it. Like, yeah. it, I, I I kept forgetting it got released. Yeah. Um, what Borderlands Three? The the or Tiny oh, Tina? Just Borderlands. Tiny Tina yeah, in general. I just yeah. don't. But that's Randy Pitchford, right? I just don't. Yeah. Um, I want to know what it is up to. Yeah. Because it's now been a a hot minute since Doom Eternal was finished, like yeah. DLC and all, and I'm curious what they do because right. they've proven themselves between. You know, Doom and Doom Eternal and Rage Two, which was a, I think a pretty good game, even if Doom, like yeah. dating sim. it launched in a slightly messy state. Quake Champions was them, right? Which is a great yes. online like multiplayer game. 
Wolfenstein? Um, Wolfenstein's Machine Games. Um, so mm. I trust the Indiana Jones games is Indiana Jones games going to be great because it is the Wolfenstein crew. Um, uh, Quake. New that's Quake, the maybe? thing. I'm wondering if it might be time for Quake to get like an actual single player revival. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I well, also from what I remember, Eternal was mostly revered, but like it was more mixed than Doom 2016. I, 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 Which is I, weird because I, I fucking like tripled down on Doom Eternal. Um, but I, I understand. I dropped Doom Eternal because I just got too frustrated with their Marauder enemies. Versus like, man, once I got in the groove, I was <laughs> Doom Eternal made me feel like Doom guy. I don't know. How, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it would be cool for a third, a Doom three or a yeah. Doom whatever. Subtitle. I want to see what Tango's doing, right? If we're yeah. still on Microsoft, like Hi-Fi Rush was not a game that took all of Tango's resources. No. And let's be real, Evil Within three is happening. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh God, I can't wait. Uh, I mean, he released. They released Hi-Fi Rush to great yeah. acclaim, so they yeah. could then lean into making Evil, yeah. Evil Within. Well, because like, uh, what's doubt. The Evil Within 2, who is the project lead on that? Fucking uh, John Johannes? John Johannes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he has not, he was not involved with uh, either to Ghostwire Tokyo or with um, Hi-Fi Rush. So, like, what's he working on? Clearly Evil Within 3. So. I'm not going out there. It's fucking evil out there. I know. You know what I want that but we're not going to Evil get? Within 2. And this, 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 John, this, you're fired. No, that, Stormy, that's a real thing. Is that was the trailer? Was that a trailer? No, that's, that's a, in the game. It's an Easter egg in the game. I'll link you to it later. Okay. It's it's very Brit. intentional. Britt, what were you saying? I was like, you know what is a fucking stretch, and maybe the biggest stretch that any of us has talked about on the show so far. What's that? I wanted another Animal Crossing. If I rush, another Animal Crossing. That is not going to happen anytime soon. No, yeah. no, no it won't. Yeah. But like. I'm dreaming because they drop support with um I keep wanting to say new leaf but it's not new leaf. New horizons. Thank you. Why did yeah. they do that? Why did they do that? Um new horizons. I'm like I'm I'm like okay, well maybe they're going to make a new animal better and they'll listen to what we had to say. And are you going to time travel and experience all of the game's content in one month? I I'm not a time traveler. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a time traveler. Yeah. No, oh, no, works. no shame on anybody that does, but I like to experience the we game. We actually passed our it. time, Derek. We made it. Oh, uh, John's like, no, 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 we're done. Shut the fuck up about Animal Crossing. Yeah, and yeah. John you know, Johannes I love Animal Crossing. What's the matter also, with you? John, I know. <laughs> John Johannes like, did work on High Five, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm realizing I was so fucking wrong. So, so maybe it's over. It's never been more over. We're not getting Evil Within Three. Um, no, not anytime soon. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> John, you. We had a community game night with um animal crossing and it was before i was on the show and that was uh, amazing yeah just hung out. no i yeah no i've yeah, been there, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i was there right. yeah 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 reb was, was there a, it was and... a fun night no yeah. reb wasn't there i thought reb was there mm -mm. it mm. was you me i was definitely there bronson of course, Bronson was there. No, Derek, you weren't there because uh, I you never had... played Animal Crossing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say your work schedule. You could never do like game nights and shit because yeah. of your schedule at the time. Um, 
like I have so many uh, and I know we got to wrap up, but I was like thinking about earlier that it's weird to me that we have to say that Reb used to, used to be on the show because I still feel like the new person. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yeah. You've been, you've been here for years. No, but it's fucking like it's just it's just weird. And then I think about like, you know, all the community game nights we did together, like all the Mario Karts, like I remember Jaden with one of the Mario Kart nights. Um, he never played balloon battle and <laughs> it's the one where you have to like you get the star and then you just keep fucking you have to like yeah. get as much time as you can with it or whatever oh, it is. Oh, shine, shine something or other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah steal and, the shine. And I had it and he was like, oh, are we supposed to attack the person who has the star? And I was like, no, absolutely not. That's a, that is not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Uh, I have so many good memories from the community game nights. It was, they were, <laughs> that they were kid so is fun. such a shit talker. I love it. Oh my god! Um, I like. I still to this day, people are like, I can't believe you swore at a teenager. And I'm like, did you hear the shit that he was talking to me? No, did you, I did you see I what he was doing to me? Like, <laughs> I swear at that little bastard every time he's here. Like, I mean, come on, Brit. True he started, parenting. He, has, just, he yeah. has started calling himself the Quad Father. Oh God! No, I don't want to knock this kid down. Where does he get this overwhelming, annoying confidence from? Yeah, who? Who could he possibly get it from? I don't know. I am the least confident person you all probably know. Uh huh. I have no confidence. Just straight up, he gets it from his dad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Derek, take us home. All right, uh, so here's the deal, folks. Uh, let me do the final wrap-up stuff. We have a Discord. It's almost 400 people. Uh, the intention is for it to be a low-drama, cool, relatively safe place for folks of all stripes, heavily moderated. Um, so if modern social media is starting to feel increasingly hostile and like it's there's no good place anymore... Small communities like ours are going to be where you find what you're looking for, probably. Right. And you should and check ours out, among others, obviously. Yeah, we have we have great mods, and we're like, you know, people are always in there, you know, making sure everything's good. Yeah. There's no yep. fights, and you know, a lot of our community members are completely comfortable talking to other people about their issues. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just a little niche corner that's nice. It's a good corner of the internet. Uh, yeah. we have a Patreon. Uh, we don't, we don't talk or push the money aspect much, but, uh, all of our content will, will, will continue to be free. However, money either through Twitch subs or through Patreon helps pay for us to get to events, helps pay for replacement equipment, things like that. Uh, so please, if you have it within your means, drop us a dollar or two. Uh, it goes a long way, but if you can't, no biggie. I understand. It's hard out there right Absolutely. now. If I can do right. it, you can do it. Exactly. Stormy. Uh, drop yes. some pluggables. I'm, I'm still a subscriber to Patreon, and I subscribed to that before I became a podcast member. <laughs> Amazing. Um, uh, thank you for having me back. This was fun. Yeah. I miss y'all. Um, a lot has changed since the last time I was on the show. So one of my podcasts went on a hiatus because I just I was having trouble juggling all four because uh, I'm a crazy person. But uh, I am still um, a part of three podcasts. Um, I uh, host. Uh, Screen Snark with the incredible Rachel Quirky Shank, which is a TV movie pod. 
Um, I host Fun and Games, which is a podcast that y'all have been on or contributed to in, in some way or form, um, uh, which also has a Patreon. And if you want to continue to support independent creators, Patreon's where it's at because we're losing social media. Um, Fun and Games, we have three t- tiers, uh, three, five, and $10 levels. You get a bunch of cool bonus stuff. It's totally worth it. If you like the work I do, that's the best way to help me. And then I still do Reignite. We have moved on from Mass Effect. I finished Andromeda. I loved it with... Thank a, you. A, with an asterisk. Like, it was still not perfect, but I loved it. Um, I had played I would it love for, to go on my for Andromeda is so horseshit. It's, it is. Uh, yeah. Um, but now we've moved on to the Dragon Age franchise. We were playing through Dragon Age Origins, and if you thought Andromeda is broken... <laughs> You haven't seen nothing yet because Origins. One of my favorite, like Stormy. One of my favorite memories of the of Dragon Age Origins was was like killing a shitload of rats and being soaked from head to toe in blood, and then having a very serious conversation with someone. Like, (laughs) that's what I want to be announced at Summer Games Fest. Above everything else, I want a remaster like Mass Effect got. Fucking Dragon Dragon Age. Age. Yeah. Oh my God, Origins is just. Oh my god. You you can't you you just there's something about that game that it's just I'll never forget the, the first time I played it I killed a huge rat in a sewer and I was immediately coated in blood and I audibly went holy oh, shit. No, John has some timers he's repeating stories. <laughs> uh fun fact you can actually turn off the blood effect which I did cuz I don't want to be covered in blood in conversations but uh, reignite also has been running oh, for I a while. It. It's just a and... day in the office for me. Right. Um but uh, if you want to check out all that stuff and have already forgotten everything I said, you can just go to djstormageddon.com. All my podcasts are there. Um, I have merch there if you feel inclined to buy any of that as well. All of that stuff goes right back into funding my podcast and continuing to grow them. I got I forgot to mention before, but Jedi Survivor was my first AAA code, besides one other one for a bad game that I don't want to talk about. But That's it was awesome. my, I didn't know that. Yeah, I got a, I got a review code for that uh, really, uh, the day before release, and I'm doing a side quest episode about it. But like... Uh, I just fun and games have been able to really grow. John Good got to see you. some of the stuff I'm so I proud did. of you. Thank you. At you East. deserve it. Um, so if you enjoy my stuff and you enjoy whatever this ended up being, you can go to djstormageddon.com. And as long as it's still around, I'm on Twitter, I guess, at dj underscore stormageddon. That's the place I'm most active. So we're trying uh, not to be, but we can't escape. <laughs> no, it's it's a fucking endless cycle. Yeah, All yes. right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you, Stormy, again for uh, for hopping on here. You're a everybody good friend go of follow ours. Stormy. Wait, wait, wait. wait don't take it off until I get his Twitter. Every yep. Yeah, let's let's pop his Twitter uh, out in out in chat there. Um, thank you again for everybody who tuned in tonight. We deeply appreciate it. Again, we will be at the uh, Final Fantasy 16 launch party uh, on June 11th. Uh, we're very much looking forward to it. Be... What's that? Only some of us. Only some of us. Uh, it'll be me, Derek, Finn, and Britt. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have a great. We're gonna we're gonna have a great fun. Cam's gonna, Cam's be, there. gonna be there. Fuck yeah, Cam's dude. Gonna be yeah, Cam's, Cam's gonna be. Yeah, Hell Cam's yeah. gonna be there. Yay, oh, yeah, yeah. Cam's gonna Cam. be there. We'll introduce Cam, you to Ben Starr. Cam is Cam got his Summer Games Fest uh, credentials. I wonder. I wonder why that happened. Good. I don't know. Good. <laughs> it's weird how I, I don't know. It's I, so weird how I'm that happened. Happy that, After I'm just some happy. fucking dickhead finally got confronted about it. I'm just happy that he got him. He I can say him. that. I have I have no concerns whatever being on Joff Keeley's Nepo baby good side. He, so Cam 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 deserves it. We'll leave it. Cam does deserve it. Yes. yes. I'm, I'm, right, I'm excited now. I'm excited to meet Cam. Cam, yeah. uh, Cam is Cam is very tall. He's a little taller. The than tallest that. person Guys, I've ever so, met. We gotta go.
we yeah. gotta go yeah let's okay. get out of here all right everybody take it easy we love you uh kindness costs nothing bye, bye.